So, hey guys, Justin Meyer here. Today I am with Trav McAvity. Is that how you say it? McAvity. McAvity? I've literally never heard <laughs> Trav McAvity. Yep. And just made a fool of myself already. <laughs> um, That's it. I'm out of here. Trav is the man. And so, uh, let me give you, I'm going to let him uh, sing his own praises eventually, but let me tell you what I've seen. A few years ago, I've been working with Salon W shooting hair for about 11 or 12 years now. And I really did not, um, I didn't, I never had like a mentor or no one really taught me anything. I just tried to learn as much as I could online and really tried to learn from hairstylists to say, how should this be shot? Um, and I don't feel like I aggressively got better. I got better over time, but not like, not quickly. And then my guess is that Trav had a whole thing going long before me, but at least I didn't see any of his work, and then all of a sudden I started seeing his work, and he just, I kind of had defined myself as being the best one around at it, and then all of a sudden, I do not define myself that way, <laughs> which I'm not trying to like, uh, not give myself credit, but like, the volume that Trav's been doing has been incredible, he keeps winning everything, um, and has a, has a really impressive resume, and the craziest part, I think for both of us, is that like, we live in the middle of Iowa yeah. <laughs> in a place where there's just one, there's not that much of this work right. and there's not that many people doing it. So I'm super excited to have him here. Uh, Trav, give me like, well, welcome for one. Thanks for having and, me. And uh, give me some, tell me kind of what, let's just start. Like, what do you do? How do you define your business? You know, what's it look like? How long you've been doing it? Awesome. Well, um, let's see. I, uh, I am a beauty Photographer. That's basically what I do. So, uh, um, and the, and how I got into that, and how long I've been doing it. I've been. Uh, I started as a hairstylist, so that's that's where Sick. I come from. Okay. So, um, I got my uh, license to do hair in 1999. So, um, and that's when I moved to Des Moines, actually. And I was and I was working at a salon. My brother's a hairstylist. My wife is a hairstylist. She has her own little salon. Um, so that kind of it runs in the family a lot. Okay, that's like not yeah. fair then. Yeah. All right. Okay. My sister-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> my sister-in-law is a hairstylist yeah, now. So it's right. um. So I we I come from a long line of that. So I've been in that beauty industry for a long time, and I was behind the chair for maybe I don't know ten years, and then. Um, while I was doing that, it was a. I've I've always liked it. It's it's given me a, a good rapport with people and and know how to work. And um, that was for me. It was a visual medium still, and far less customer service. Anyway, so uh, I ended up getting kind of uh, out from behind the chair and started doing a little bit more in the marketing side uh, with uh, the Aveda Iowa group that's here, and. I was so I worked with that same company for about 20 years in some different capacity and and uh, and I ended up uh, by the time I left which was about six months ago um, I was the art director there and, and um, so I kind of woven my way into building up this helping them build up their company and um, and a big part of that was doing photography and, and videos and things like that um, I do have kind of a, like on a personal level, I have an art background, so I do like to draw and sketch and digital paint and, and what have you. Um, so retouching kind of came naturally, and I was a retoucher before I was a photographer. So okay. I got into it from those two uh, kind of avenues. And just uh, as a visual, mm -hmm. 
while I'm sitting there talking to Trav, he has the iPad pencil like <laughs> in his hand and he's talking with it. So yeah. uh, it's pretty believable yeah. that you are a retoucher. That, yeah, that is. Uh, and yeah, an, and an artist of some sort, you know. So that's, yeah, so that's where I got into it. And then it just became necessity to shoot. And it was like, okay, so that was, and I shot for a long time and never really put anything out because that was, um, and a lot of people always ask me, they're like, oh, do you do you know, weddings or events or things like that. I was like, no, God, no. Because this was like, I just do this and this is my job. This is the thing that I do. But it was for a bigger purpose. It was like, okay, so we needed video. So we, motion graphics, graphic design, like yeah. um, websites, all of those things. It was like, okay. Um, and, uh, and part of that, uh, like, I think the blessing behind that was that um, the, the company was very grassroots when, when it was started and we didn't and there wasn't a lot of money put into things up front so it wasn't uh, so it was everybody in-house had to wear a lot of different hats yeah. and uh, and the owner I just remember him uh, as I was doing graphic design for the company he's like hey you like computers right and I was like yeah he's like can you build us a network <laughs> and I was like what <laughs> that's not even the yeah, and but I don't say no. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. And then so I got to get like networking for dummies 101, yeah. page one. And now I got to learn that. But it gave me a lot of like being that kind of resourceful gave me a lot of different skill sets that have all like at some capacity yeah. um, applies to what I do today. So yeah. like, it's it it all helps, yeah. you know. So um, so getting it so getting into the photography part of that that was the kind for me. It was like. Once I started doing that, like the the flame kind of lit up, and and like this was the thing for me. It was like, yeah, I'm gonna keep on. So I started doing that more and more, and you know, we ended up getting an IT company, and then we ended up getting you know graphic designers and bringing you know, yeah. and and where I could, um, I could still sit and and help everybody else, but I would focus more on the the editorial stuff and. So, so cool, and and uh, all of us are the sum of our parts, you know, so it's like my background, I worked at a bridal store for three years, I worked mm -hmm. in menswear for three years, you know, and so it's like, I've worked with a salon for 11 years, so mm -hmm. it's like, my work all has some salon influence, mm -hmm. some yep. menswear influence, mm -hmm. some bridal influence, you know what I mean, like, so it, it, mm -hmm. it just makes sense when you have all these other jobs that like, my guess is that you... If you've done a bunch of web design, you understand that you shoot wide more often because mm -hmm. you know you need yep. a header shot like that, yep. you know, where, uh, you know, a purist who's like, I only touch photography, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. they're going to think one way. Um, and so kind of knowing, and then, yeah, when you're running the marketing department too, you start to say like, well, I need this image, but I know we're going to use it in these mediums, yep. so we also need this, this, yep. this, 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 this. Yeah, we need different crops for it and different layouts. And that's, yeah, yeah, that's just how it. So yeah, that's a lot. Of um, and then I, I feel like I was doing a. Uh, it got to the, the to get to the competitive side of it, which was so I st still predominantly shoot beauty as of right now. So um, six months ago, I went freelance, and that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, and I still predominantly shoot beauty while I was only shooting beauty there. I'm trying to branch out now and do some other stuff. We'll talk yes. about that. But the uh, but uh, one of the main things that we were doing, um, even with uh, very seasoned hairstylists or all the way to students, was competitive hairstyles. So like yeah. you know that that kind of thing. And that I feel like was really it was really fun. It was really kind of fulfilling to see like. Uh, you know, people doing their first shoot and yeah. and like coming together and, and finding out where what they do on the team and, and yeah, all the way from etiquette to planning the shoot and like how to get that so vision that's in your head out there. Let's this. break this down. So okay. usually for this, there's 
at least what you and I know, or one one there's a handful of different like mm -hmm. competitive hair shoots, but mm -hmm. usually what this is is a collection of one to five images. You're using one to five models. They're doing mm -hmm. something really weird with the hair. Yeah. Um, something that no one would ever wear. Right. Yeah. Usually it's real hair, but it may have like a whole. It might be wigs. It might have be a whole form. So mm -hmm. if you, this stuff is not, you know, for me and my wedding stuff, it's not that practical. Nobody mm -hmm. sees somebody's hair that's shaped like a triangle <laughs> and is like, I would like that. Right. You know? right. But these are a really intensive. And what is it? Usually this is maybe a three-hour shoot. And then ten to fifteen hours of post work. Like I'm just trying to explain. Yeah. If it you're does, a wedding photographer yeah. and you're listening to this, right. like, what does that actually mean? Yeah, it it can go for like we can do like the shoot can last all the way up to twelve hours, just yeah, depending correct. on the depending on the team and the the skill level of the team. And it's like you know, the, um, if you get and sometimes you as long as you like as a for me if I go into it knowing that and I set the expectation for everybody that you know pack a lunch yeah, pack a lunch we're going to be here because this is new and it's a learning experience and a lot of times um you know so so yes you're right to it's these uh you know collection of photographs you submit you submit them and like Naha's like the Oscars of hair or whatever it is that's how or at least that's the format that they use they that's pick what up they, a, that's what they call that's, it that's what they call themselves anyway <laughs> um but yes there's so many more now and it's such a good like for hairstylists, it's a good, not just bragging rights, but it's like, it's good industry recognition. And I feel like even though, you know, to, to your point, to you know, wedding uh, stuff, it, for a hairstylist, they may have these very avant-garde looks with hair made out of twigs or whatever it is. And there are these winning images they hang up in the salon, but they're not in there to, to hang up for, you know, guests to come in and say, oh, I want that. I want the tree. <laughs> on my head, please. Um, they don't want that, but what they do get to say is that you know my stylist is a top in her field yeah, or his are her field. The world yeah. Leader, yeah. So that is you know so it is it's good. It's you know that industry recognition that you know uh, prestige, if you will. And you're almost exclusively shooting in a studio for these situations, right? Like yes. I, I have it. Like I, mm -hmm. it's not like you're going outside right. and factoring the wind I, yeah, or natural light. It's all all studio, ar yeah. all artificial light. Mm -hmm. It's usually maybe a little bit of set building, maybe not. Um, yep. Kind so, of depends on that. Yeah. So, and to to touch on the post work, you know, it, it is. Yeah, you can you can do digital sets. You can do a lot of composite work. The only thing you really aren't supposed to do is. Like retouch the hair and makeup, the stuff that they're judging. So, yeah. but uh, you know, I've you seen do a color like a, yeah. Each category has its mm -hmm. own rules. So sure. Yep. For color, you can't really mess with the color right. too much, but you can touch the makeup on the color yeah. category. Yes. Or you know, it just depends on what. Yep. And they always want to see a before photo. So they yeah. so you have to send them the raw file plus the edit. And then so that they can kind of determine you know how oh, far yeah, yeah. How, how it's far like well that's it. not even the same photo you know <laughs> yeah. it's so yeah. we've changed a few things. Yeah. Um, I, I really love this question because it's such a funny it's such a funny question. But like, mm -hmm. if I said, "What's your style?" <laughs> uh, how how would what are some words you use to define that, or how would you explain? Hmm. Um, it is uh, it's it's ever evolving. That's really yeah. always it's yep. um so it does I uh, it it really changes based on I don't want to say my mood but it certainly changes there's a, like a few key things that I try to go in after now um, that I that I would like to be able to resonate through my work now especially moving forward and, and one of those things being that 
in this beauty market, a lot of times, like when I look at my really early work, I cringe, of course, and that's just natural. Um, but when I look at it, it's and when I it, not just mine, but even beauty work as a whole, it's very much uh, people as product, and it is, uh, you know, it, it's very much uh, an emotionless kind of standard of you know this is the the hair and this is the makeup, and it is very, um, you know, it, it's very sanitized and it's very emotionless I think is probably the the word for it and <clears throat> and that's kind of where like if I'm come in as a guy and I come into uh, this photography field and I learn it the first thing I, I want to learn are all the lighting and like all of the the tech stuff so I come into it as a typical guy and I'm like well you know lighting ratios and this and that and it and I worry about all this stuff and completely, a lot of times, forget about um, any emotional tone at all, right? And, and for me now, that's the thing that I want to change, is I, I would really like to be able to bring more of, uh, more story and more editorial to something that is usually storyless and, and, and uh, emotionless. So, and I always, my favorite photographers have always been uh, women because they know how to connect and, and get emotion out of people in a way that is super foreign to me. So it's like, I, you know, and I, and, you know, cause I always look like I'm here to fix the heater or something, you know what I mean? So it doesn't look like, you know, they're just, you know, so most of the models there, you know, as I'm, you know, funny and we get along, but for the most part is like, there's no real emotional tone to it. Yeah. Um, and that takes work and that takes a lot of like, get all of the tech out of the way first and now concentrate just on, um, the right emotional tone to it because I feel like that is the key ingredient for me. It's like when I see images that uh, that make me clutch my invisible pearls, I'm like, oh God, there's the image, right? There's always an emotional tone to it that says something to me and speaks to me in some way and it's usually that and the times that I get bored with it is where I can see these great, uh, perfect... Technical yeah, images. Technically yeah, technically, and they're, and they're boring. They yeah. just make me, my eyes think, glaze over. Do you think over, some so. of that's because you know your subject matter when you have you know 15 pounds of fake hair on somebody and you're asking them to contort their body in a weird way yeah and there's 17 other people in the room mm -hmm. around yeah looking over at your tethering setup and then you're somehow mm -hmm. you have two minutes to shoot this portion before they <laughs> need to like take right. a break and so it's really hard to have this like and then a lot of times especially in Des Moines we're working with not very many agency models you've been right. going to New York more mm -hmm. but like there is, there's a part where sometimes what we're asking mm -hmm. is different. So some of it oh, yeah. for hair, when I worked with uh, Salon W, China and I have this agreement now in general where most people are offset. So it's mm -hmm. just me yeah, yeah. and the model or just me and China and the model. So I can like try to develop some sort of connection. Mm -hmm. So when yeah. I first sit down with, for a hair shoot, as soon as the model gets there, which they can spend four hours, five hours mm -hmm. in hair and makeup. Oh yeah, easy. You know. And so you go in there and initially I try to introduce myself and try to talk and develop some sort of connection so that when it's coming to shoot, <laughs> you know, right. and it's usually in a totally dark room with just a little bit of light yep. and they can't even see you, you know, so it's <laughs> that I, I agree that when I'm shooting weddings, you know, there's just such an obvious story that we mm -hmm. all, you know, yep. going. Mm -hmm. So it's so much easier to be a storyteller in that Yes. where um, I think some of your work is incredibly emotive. 
but I think it's also been something you've worked really hard at, yeah. and you're working with better hairstylists who are creating this drama yeah. and intention. And yeah, it is intentional, and that's like I think that's part of it. We we try to all get on the same page, and I feel like um, and it wasn't always the case. We didn't know what we didn't know as we were building, yeah, and and we would shoot, and like and there would be sometimes where. Um, uh, you know, I would shoot it and things are technically great and the haircut's great and then, but it, we're all bored to death with it. And yeah. we're just like, I, what's, what is the, and we would sit and look at the tether and all just kind of scratch our heads. Like, what is missing? If we were yeah. flipping through the pages right now and we came across this, when was it say? Was it, what, how does it make you feel? And, and everybody's just like, yeah. just like, cause we're bombarded with so much imagery every day that, you know, anyone to come back and ever take a second look at your photo that isn't your mom, you know what I mean? Or somebody who's like directly, yeah. like it's a sheer act of will. Like you really have to work for that. And yeah. that is a, that's a hard thing to do. And I, and for, for us, that was the, the, the key. This was one of the keys for me that changed it. Um, there's, there's several where I can talk about them, but one of the easiest ones is that I found outside of, you know, managing expectations up front, right? So you, 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 since you don't always get to choose the models, you, um, you know, when you do talk to the models, hopefully they have either an acting or dance background so. for something like this, because that they're uh, a, a performer of sorts, because yeah, this is them, uh, this is a performance art. And yeah. rather than them, you know, because you don't want to necessarily just have them stand in a certain position all day because then it looks you like know, that's standing another, in a certain yeah. position so like you day. pose them and you know, <laughs> so we, you, you want that, that magic shot, you know, and that comes from work and that comes from practicing some different things. And even though you don't have time, you have to have that conversation before even getting on set. And it's just like, so when we hit the ground, like I want your brain as you're getting, instead of just playing on your phone, instead of doing this stuff, like I want you thinking dance, I want you thinking acting, and let's talk about what emotional tone and, and then how to bring it, you know, how can we bring, so I, I definitely like working with, uh, I, with new models, and even experienced models, um, but I I, work, I love working with new ones now because I have the confidence to to know. To coach them through yeah, the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So these are the types of things, and to see them, to see it click for them, um, is that's fun for me. Is it know. so fun when you can show somebody an image and they're like, oh yeah. my gosh, They'll I like, love what? that. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That part of it, I do think yeah. I, I've almost been more intimidated or or just. Uh, sometimes underwhelmed by really experienced models because they move too fast for me or something like that. Mm -hmm. And you're like, yo, 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 I need mm -hmm. you to... Or they're going through the motions. Here's, yeah. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, you and I both shot with people that just have something that oh, you're yeah. like, I need to capture this yeah. because this is so The cool. magic quality. Yeah. yeah. They have it. Whatever it is. I, I totally agree. <laughs> um, just for the, for the heck of it on here, what is your current... Uh, gear setup or like like how what's what's your kit look like for let's let's say for photos in general okay so um the camera right now i'm using the canon 5d sr i figured you weren't signing because you hadn't told me yet yeah. You haven't brought it up already. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <Yeah. laughs> sorry. 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 So you're on the SR, so the, the new mirrorless, right? No, no, no. Okay. That's the R. That's the the R. SR is like the it's like the closest one they have to the uh, medium format, I guess. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so it is slower. It's big dog. It's, it's good for in the studio stuff. Um, and... And I, and I like it. It's been, it's been really good. So 
like that stuff for retouching and you know there's so much detail like being able to crop in so far and still get a lot of detail like I, re I really like that but it's kind of forced me to slow down because the other camera is the uh, 5D4 yep. and that's kind of the the, the workhorse camera um, yep. but this uh, the, the one that I've been using now you know it's not great in low light it has its downsides you know it's very slow it's not uh, you know you're not gonna take it to the soccer game <laughs> or anything like that it's not that kind of camera um, yeah. But for it's the right what tool is, for it, the job. it is, yeah. it's absolutely the right tool for the job. Um, and I pretty much only shoot with uh, shoot with uh, my uh, macro lens, the really? hundred, yeah, and the in my eighty five. So I only have the the two, and that's only have the two. Well, no, I have okay. other ones. Okay, I was like, um, <laughs> wait a moment. <laughs> well, see, I mean, for the beauty work, for the yeah. stuff in the studio, and but um, but over the last six months, I feel like I've grown more in the last six months. Uh, even as an artist than I have in the last 20 years. And that's just being due to um, getting outside you of the... Yeah, because I had to. It's for, I, Daddy's got to eat, you know? So it's... Uh, but even getting out of that, um, the studio that I have now is a natural light studio. So that, so everything that I've been kind of shooting is like, which has been mind-blowing for me. It's been mind-blowing. Wait, so like, these lights are only on part of the day and then like, they go what off? What is going yeah. on? It's just like, why does everybody look amazing all the time in this just everyone's an angel now so it's just so um so i've done that and i've actually i've I just got a new lens i've been shooting wide now which is just fantastic and i'm just so for me it's been like i've been stuck in this yeah. you know in this thing for due to necessity like these are the things that i needed but i'm finding out there is this whole new you know <laughs> other side to things um that's been just phenomenal that's so, so yeah. i know like that when i first got the Sigma 35 art when that came out I got that and it was mm -hmm. like I think one of the best things you can do as a photographer is buy like one lens a year and not mm -hmm. any more than that mm -hmm. because when you get that 35 and then all of a sudden for the next six months everything oh, is shot everything. with a 35 <laughs> and the, like you just there's just no such thing as arriving like if you gave mm -hmm. some kid who had a good eye $20,000 to go out and buy a Mark, Mark 4 mm -hmm. and then a whole group of lenses mm -hmm. it's like I just it's I'm so emotional about how much I fell in love with the 35 mm -hmm. and the, yeah. how much you fall in love with the mm -hmm. 50 and how much you fall in love mm -hmm. with the 85 and so yeah. then now I know how to use each of these based yeah. on like my love for it but it isn't uh, I think that if you buy two things at once yeah. they both get neglected yeah. or you know they neither one of them get their due correct yeah. correct so I, it's really fun if you're like just discovering uh, you know yeah. something wider the, and you're the like, 16 I, I got the 1635 let me tell you, whole new world opened up. I'm like, are you saying this? The most amazing thing I've ever shot, right? And it just because Their it legs looks look so, so long, yeah. Was and it's just like, yeah, it's just, and it's because, and and shooting outside, yeah, never done it. And so shooting outside, like it's, over this summer, you realize, like, I was you're a complete anti-photographer because every other person is every person that went to Best Buy and bought a camera, which is most of us. Don't get me wrong. Like only shot outside, only shot like with a 35 and a 50 prime at one four the entire time, and you're like 20, 30 years no. into your career, and you're like realizing that there's something outside. Just want to tell her, it's like you guys know what's going on out here. You seen this? But yeah, so um, you know that these lights change colors a yeah. little bit. Oh yeah, so it's been it's been it's been really fun. Like just getting out there and doing some of that other stuff. Um, I think that uh, you know that's. That's pretty much it for kit. Yeah. Um, when I shoot, I mean, lights is just the standard pro photo strobes and. You know, Are you on D's or B ones? Yeah, I mean, D ones, yeah. D ones, the right. big heavy blocks that how I many, hate. How many? 
On an average shoot, how many lights are you using? Um, I would say for the most part one. Just what? one. Yeah, I'm a one light guy. What? Yeah, and then a because I'm a, I'm a fan of the shadows. That's just yeah. that is well, when, when we talked about <laughs> style. Like even yeah. though it changes, one thing that doesn't change for me that that has it changed for me a long time ago is. Um, I used to do what every new photographer does when they get the lights and they turn on every single light and it's not a shadow and it looks like an episode of Friends. It's like not a shadow to be seen and it's just the nicest, most friendliest photos you've ever yeah. seen. And it's and I and I always hated them. You lose and, you yeah. lose the story when yeah. everything is even yeah. and, and I think especially when you're when you're shooting people, like for me, I'm gonna look a lot skinnier when the right parts of me are lit and the yeah. other parts oh, of yeah. me are not. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So when, when you blast me with, when you have two lights set up and one's from the left and one's from the right and they're both, they're both at 10, yeah. it's like, well, that isn't going to do me any favors. Right. Um, I, okay, so one thing that I feel like I've wrestled with that I want to talk to you specifically about with hair mm -hmm. is that it seems like there was like two kinds of philosophies. And I'm, I started by saying... I need to make this look better and I need to light what's what I think is important mm -hmm. and then now I think I've become more of like a, eh, I'm gonna set up some beautiful light mm -hmm. we're just gonna put somebody in it mm -hmm. and then that's about it where it, it seems like I used to try to do a lot more tricks sure where now it's like well actually if the models great and the hair is great and my lighting is good I there's a better chance that I can get more magic by working the person, right, exactly. rather than trying yeah. to like work all these lights mm -hmm. and create something that literally can't even exist because your subject's not right. Yeah. At the end of the day, right. photography is completely limited mm -hmm. to what you're taking a picture of. Mm -hmm. so yep. I've always joked that like if I went, I would get paid a lot more money if I took terrible pictures of Kim Kardashian than if I took like mm -hmm. incredible pictures of somebody that nobody knows or cares about. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So at the end of the day, like what we're shooting for you and for me, especially with hair, we're just so dependent on what's going in front of the camera. Because yeah. when you get, I've done yeah. some bad hair shoots where I was like, you know, when somebody's first shoot, it's like, well, they just gotta get miles, you yeah. know what I mean? They just yep. gotta do, they just gotta put something in front yep. of the camera. And we've even done it where we knew it was bad. Like going into it, we're like, this is not gonna work. <laughs> we're just gonna do this, this is experience. No one will ever see this. <laughs> one of the things, it's like, if, so for me, when I when I shoot, I have a target audience, and my target audience is other hairstyles. Other hairstyles. Right? So, yeah, yeah. So, um, so when I look through through that vantage point, um, it's it's really fun to see the. Uh, all of the new stylists, and this is and this is something because I would there's I, I do teach a class like a two day editorial class to new stylists that want to get their feet wet for photo shoots for the first time, and that's a that's a fun thing to do. Um, and what's one of the most fun things for me that didn't it didn't used to be I used to put that pressure on myself too, right? So if it looked bad, you know, it's the director's fault, right? Yeah. So and it, it kind of in, in line with what you're saying, and just um, and you can actually go and match the lighting to your uh, to this amazing inspirational image and everything is spot on you've nailed it but yeah. theirs has this magic quality and yours looks like like just shit right and so where what happens in there and that and like I feel like that gray area that's the class you know what I mean like how do you get from here to here and um, what's really fun one of the fun things for me especially with brand new stylists who are doing their uh, 
doing it for the first time. They do the hair, they're sitting at the chair, they go there and they, they get their look together and they, they're so excited and they bring it over and they put it, their model in front of the camera and we take the first image of the day. And you hear an audible sigh of just self-doubt, like, oh, <laughs> because it looks, because it looks like the first shot of the day. It looks terrible, yeah. right? And that, and where I have started educating them is that um, your work doesn't begin when, uh, you know, at the chair. It begins when they get on set. Do what you have to do at the chair. That's just prep. Now your job begins once they're on yeah. set. And, um, and your job is to stand there either at the tether or next to me, and we are going to shoot and we're going to refine. Every every bit of the way, what's missing? What need? What does the hair need to do now? Because it's um, there are some of those special occasion hairstyles that require this really cool, you know, maybe a top light or something like that. Just a, yeah. you know, and and that's just. But for the most part, no, like it, they don't. It's just a matter of you know getting the shadows right, and that's fine. But it's all about the great silhouette. It's all about the shape. It's all about, um, and it is about movement and flow in these things. So it is even you know too polished looks too polished. It it looks like yeah. you know you you start teetering on the edge of glamour shots you know what i mean yeah, like it's just yeah. like it's too done and too lit and too po posed and and there's nothing magical about it so we have to um so that is working with the stylist trying to get them to loosen up and um getting in that uh that creative zone takes a good hour for me um and it's like to me it's like and it's in it has to be kind of this hour of uninterruptible uh, creative time that we're working together as a band, you know, and yeah. and um, and I always liken that to you know getting into the the REM sleep, the REM sleep mode. It's like as soon as we hit the pillow, we're not dreaming. It takes a, an hour of us to really kind of get in, and it's the same thing with that. And um, we get into that, and then we start fleshing out ideas just in front of us that are like, you know, what would be awesome, and that's kind of where we're open to the magic. I mean, we. We get it in the bag in the first hour. You know, it's yeah, just like yeah. here's our shot that we were going after. But if and I always love that. Now what are we gonna do? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Now we're gonna do the thing that we we're afraid to do. Yeah. Or and now we're gonna and like I let's feel like tear that's apart where the, a portion of the hair. I want you to go rip apart the bag yeah. and do something. Yeah. Um. But they, you know, when they come in and that's where they see this thing that we created as a unit. We created it together, and it's it is a synergy thing. It is a, yeah. um, and that's why you know when you work with. You know, people who know that you don't have, even if you haven't worked with them before, but they understand that that process. Um, a lot of time, you know, they, and I've worked with a lot of stylists out here that are just fantastic at that. You know, and it's just like they're they're good at um, throwing out ideas and, and 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 being honest when it isn't good. Like isn't I, I feel like that's there's a safety. Like yeah, you have yeah. to kind of have to have that talk. It's like, okay, I'm going to tell you when it sucks <laughs> and you can't get upset. There's no right. crying, right. <laughs> you know. Isn't that, isn't that funny? I mean, I think we're all that way where um, hairstyles can be that way, photographers can be that way where we're like, no, I got the shot. Like mm -hmm. the components that I was trying to do are in the shot. Yeah. And then you look at it and you're like, but it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't look good yet. Yeah. And, and I right. think one of my, one thing that I, that I really get pretty passionate about is and even in all my work is like hair proportions. Mm -hmm. And so you look at somebody and you say like, no, I, I mean, I know that that's them, but mm -hmm. like, is that, do you like how this looks? Mm -hmm. Like, right. does their arm, like, do you think she's gonna like that mm -hmm. version of her arm? Right. Or can we rotate her body a little bit so I show a waistline a little bit better? Mm -hmm. And so many of those things, it's just, it's like literally this basic where like, there's a part of us, especially when I, you do this, like I do a lot of volume, mm -hmm. 
And so it's like easy to just be like, oh, I'm just going to take a picture and it's done. Mm-hmm. But what I've found is that people appreciate it so much more when you actually like fight for better and mm-hmm. you say, well, do you, do you like it? Like, are we, I think we can do better. I think we can do more. I think, do you mind if I touch your hair? Yeah. I mean, just any sort of other elements. Um, I think that's the same thing. I, we often don't know how to fix it. So we're like, I mean, mm-hmm. my settings are correct. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the person's right in the right spot. I mean, every, I don't know how this can get better, but um, it seems to be like what separates the, like you said, like the boring work from the good mm-hmm. work is when you kind of dig deep, which yeah. sometimes you don't have to. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we've it just happens. Shoes. We've done, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've done, like, you can shoot with, yeah. a, with a family photos mm-hmm. and it, this two-year-old gives you the smile that you're yeah. going to fight the whole right. hour for in the first three minutes. <laughs> and you've literally said, like, right, we're going to go home because yeah. it's not going to get better. But right. you've also had, I've also had shoots where they go, you know, I told my wife I'll be home in an hour and I'm gone two and a half hours because it's like, that's what it took to get sure. what yeah. somebody actually needed. Yeah, I, I make sure on shoot days like that. And I think the difference is is like if, when I think about like family photos or wedding photos, like you're you're shooting and you're documenting, you're capturing a lot yeah. and you're delivering a lot. You're delivering them like I don't I don't do them. I assume yeah. that you're <laughs> a lot. Uh, no, you deliver you're, a lot. You deliver a lot. Yeah. With this, we might be delivering three to one, five images. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? So options of so, one image. Yeah, yeah. So like so we're gonna sp- and like I mark off the day. I tell the wife, okay, it's uh, I might be there. I'm I'll on, be home when I'm when I'm home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm off the clock today. Well, and the, the goal is to yeah. charge enough. That my wife's like, yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, right. like, yeah, you can, you be gone as yeah. long as you need. But to. I, yeah. but even if it's like, even if we run over and it's just like, and we still don't have the shot. If everybody still is on board and we know that we can get it, I'm in. Like yeah. we're going because I care more about the work than I do the money. And well, I think that that's, I'm also a terrible businessman. Yeah. So I found that about myself. That's a whole other headache. My wife hates it. However, I feel like the work is this thing that is it does speak for itself it is good and like it and for me i've always kind of hitched my wagon to the if the work is amazing i'll get more work kind of Correct. A thing so totally. um so it's just it's and i and i care about it i want it to be the best that it could be i mean that's just a how many days like for me i'm only doing hair 10 days a year at the most mm-hmm. you know you're doing yeah. more yeah but even in that it's like well you've spent most people that are that I'm shooting here, they've been practicing. They're mo- I mean, they're paying for their model to be mm-hmm. there. Pay- I mean, there's just so much work involved with it. It's just like with a, and and that's the whole process with a wedding. You're mm-hmm. you're photographing what's happening, but yeah. you want them to get married whether the photographs are there or not. Yeah. But when someone's yeah. just doing a photo shoot, mm-hmm. you have no reason yeah. to cancel it early. And mm-hmm. especially when you start getting good stuff, yeah. you're like, oh, it's that's, so rewarding. That's, like, that's heroin like, right there. Right. Oh, like, when it, it starts is. singing. Woo! Yeah, like yeah, totally. I don't get it. We're we're like yeah, we're eight hours in, and we're and then tired. You go home, and then the for thing, me, I go home and I edit another. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if sometimes I'm it's like a it, kid on Christmas, and you just correct. go home and open yeah. them up. Like oh yeah, it's not like yeah. I I. Whenever I have a great shoot, whether it's a wedding or anything, it's like I'm going home and I'm staying up as late as I need to to get an edit or two on yeah. this. I'm not someone who like leaves it on the card overnight. Yeah. Like ah. I'll jump into it tomorrow. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 I'm ready right now. Yeah, I, I, and I'm, I'm like that for the most part. I've tried to, I don't know, I think I'm a sadist a little bit. It's like sometimes I'll just like, I'm going to leave the camera there, just be cool, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like just be cool. And it never works, but like I try just to just so I can come back with the, that fresh set of eyes, but I don't ever want to lose that, that high that you get from coming off a shoot that everybody brought their A game and everybody yeah. – 
everybody showed up and did more than what was expected and it was passionate about it. And like those are the things for me that, and the images show it, you know, it's like those are the things for me that, that, that I thrive for, like I really, or strive for rather. So. Yeah, give me, um, I'm gonna, I have, you know, I sent you a handful of questions, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna kind of jump around a little bit. Um, I'm trying to think through, like if somebody's listening to this and the majority of people that are going to listen to this, other than people who directly know you or know this portion mm -hmm. of my life, aren't shooting hair. Mm -hmm. There's just there's just not that much right, work right. in it. Yeah, yeah. You got to do it. So, how? What are things that? Either things that I mean, you are like clearly an expert in some of these areas, but I'm trying to think how they relate to other areas. Like, what what are people doing wrong that you're seeing, and when they're shooting weddings or portraits or, you know that beauty stuff or even like what kind of ad admonitions do you have for the rest of us to say I mean like I love it that you're kind of discovering natural light yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you guys this is amazing <laughs> it's so crazy so, is there any is there any kind of if somebody's listening to this I'm trying to think of like what are things that they can like really take away um, I mean one I think it's just it's a you're so intriguing to see if, if you guys haven't seen Trav's work it is so cool and especially I think part of it too is that you have three of almost everything you have. Yeah. And so it's not like you kind of got lucky on this one shot, but you like made enough of something to yeah. do three and then another three, you know, so, and it's so cool. And the whole point in Naha collections is you never want them to look the same. Right. So you have a style, but it's not like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not, you're not like a natural light photographer that everything looks like sunset because right. you only shoot at sunset, right. you know? I do, I do have a, and this is, has nothing to do with your question, but I haven't like. It's really funny because during this process, I mean, like you, you have caught me in this weird process of uh, reinvention of my book, of everything. I, I've looked at everything that I've done over the past ten years and hate it, and I'm just kind of like everything is garbage. I'm ready to start over. <laughs> and I've been shooting for let's just say the last year or so, maybe you know seven eight months, um, and I have a whole new book's worth of stuff that I haven't even put out yet. And it is completely different than all this stuff that I've done. And I'm just kind of like, so now I'm, I'm in this rediscovery of who I am and what I want to do. Um, and there's still, it's still in the beauty, but now I'm expanding from, you know, I still have this, uh, a strong grasp on the editorial and competition side to, uh, jumping over to the commercial beauty side. Um, and, and talking to the art directors and the bigger companies and stuff like that to do more advertising stuff because it's just good money. Yeah. Um, but it is a, uh, you know, I anybody that wants to go down that road, you know, is, you know, tread lightly, especially like for me, it's a minefield in commercial beauty because um, there's a lot of politics involved in what beauty standards are and what you're supposed to do, what you're yeah. not supposed to do. And then it coming from a, uh, you know, a a a straight white guy. I mean, be be quite honest with you. Who am I to the Well, here's the standard of beauty for yeah. women. Like, what the hell do I know about it? You know, and it's yeah. just like so. It is so. There is a lot of um, in that realm. A lot of I have to shut up and learn a lot. Like there is a lot of I don't get to decide what any of those things are. Um, so what I've learned to become rather than. Uh, you know, like a director that says we're going to do X, Y, Z. Um, I'm more of a shaper for uh, people with their idea, people that bring their unique ideas for the to the table. So even in our Naha shoots and things like that, when people bring ideas, 
I become a right and left hand for them to be like, technically we can do it and here's how. Um, and then on the side of good taste, let's err over here and, and help them shape their ideas rather than saying, yeah. uh, you know, because for me, my ideas, uh, you know, I, I grew up, you know, loving, you know, like Anna Nicole Smith in the guess ads in the 90s. And it was very, you know, it's a very Marilyn Monroe. Right? You know, yeah. those are the yeah. things that spoke to me and made me want to stop skateboarding. And like, it was like, oh, my God, look at that girl. She's amazing. I don't want to yeah. ride my skateboard anymore. <laughs> but now to say that, you know, so yeah. I, while I like that stuff yeah. and that was beauty then, I mean, those those standards today are completely. Well, and, and here, like, you know, I mean, there's trends like two years ago, it was all like at Naha, anything that won was really, really androgynous. Yeah. yeah. And yep. it's like, I, I mean, I'm shooting weddings and I don't, mm. most women that I'm photographing <laughs> want to look very feminine. Yeah. You know, and men want to look, or they want the men to look really masculine. And so hair has always been a little bit of a, like, uh, I have been rightly criticized that it's too pretty mm-hmm. and it's not edgy enough or it's not, um, just that whole industry is so much, uh, it's good to look genderless mm-hmm. in photos. Like it just, we're not trying to. I'm always talking to a lot of the, especially younger um younger female photographers as well because they have a lot of really good insight i i feel like especially for yeah. somebody like me because it's the opposite end of the spectrum i'm an old man so it's um you know so it, it but while we're shooting the same things and and here are some of the things that and it's just it's important um to be honest with myself but it's also important to be aware of this minefield that's going on that you don't want like for me it would be, and I feel like a lot of photographers that want to shoot models, right? So I mean, let's just say that I'm pretend I'm in this privileged position for a minute, right? That I that my job is I get to shoot amazing looking women for, uh, you know, these uh, beauty ads or whatever it is. But you know, how do how do I do that and not over sexualize it or yeah, yeah. or make them, you know, this? Oh, oh, they're here for the male gaze or whatever it yeah. is, you know. And it's just like that's a that's a tough. Minefield to do that, and yeah. that, I mean that trend has been going away. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying that it's correct, but it has been how we've been like uh, programmed mm-hmm. for years, yeah. and like uh, you know, literally like with Victoria's Secret mm-hmm. no longer yeah. having the fashion show, mm-hmm. their sales have been down. I mean, yeah. like that's just become that's the way the industry is moving, and and like rightfully so that now you don't have to be. In theory, you shouldn't. You don't need to be six foot and yeah, yeah. 111 right. pounds or something like that. Yeah. So th- there, I think as that all moves, one thing that's been, I'm in a little bit of a different position than you are is that I don't know anything about hair. I'm not a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. I haven't, you know, I'm not gone to school for it. So I'm so dependent mm-hmm. on. I, I always want my client to educate me. So when I'm shooting hair with somebody, I'm trying to say to the person that I'm shooting for, say. What do you see? I, I want to see this like mm-hmm. you see it. Yep. Where, what do you like here? What do you not like? Yep. Because I, at the end of the day, I'm going to get paid best when I'm an extension of this brand. Yeah, that I, makes sense. I get into their headspace. And then, mm-hmm. So at least my, I, I think what you're saying, and I think mm-hmm. I would 100% agree. So even if I'm shooting a wedding, mm-hmm. I want to be an extension of what the bride wants yes, to see. exactly. And I want someone to pay me for how I see the world. Yep. But I want to be a really good listener and really like tailor how I see the world to them. Yeah. So exactly. if they want a really documentary style, great. If they yeah. want it to be really, and yeah. so I think that at the end of the day, too, like as you're getting into this, people shop you based off of your portfolio and your Instagram. Mm-hmm. 
I say this all the time, but it's like nobody goes into McDonald's and says, wow, I wonder if they have any good spaghetti here because it's not on the menu. So like they right now, I'm going to look at your stuff and just make the assumption that you just are shooting hair Mm -hmm. because that's what you're showing. Yep. You know, and I think that if you uh, like in a wedding photographer world, if you're mainly showing details, people are going to hire you for details. Yeah. If you're mainly showing people that are really happy, mm-hmm. uh, there's a girl locally, Laura Wills, she's fun. And I always have joked with her that all of her people are like laughing. And it's because she's so funny and hilarious. That's awesome. And how she sees the world is just that like people are laughing and having fun. Mm-hmm. So all of her, like if you are naturally fun, mm-hmm. you want to hire her because you're like, oh, right. it, it shows up in her work. Where like if you're really melodramatic and sad, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's yeah. you know, you know, <laughs> or if your people are pretentious and like it shows, yeah. that makes sense. You know, so sure. I do think that as uh, like I've always felt like, man, you gotta. In some sense, there there are a handful of people that make their money by showing that they can do everything, mm-hmm. but yeah. most of us, we have to really kind of like say, hey, here's what I do well, mm-hmm. and a really curated portfolio shows those things, and you get hired, yeah, for that again and again and again. And I like the idea of being like, well, I can do architecture and I can do food. And it's like, but the reality is it's probably not well. Like, yes, I can for your small business who can only afford $500. <laughs> there's a, I mean, there's something to be said for, for both, you know, Correct. like, I, I, yeah, absolutely. It's like, I, which, and, Dude, I, and do it is, all. I do it all. Yeah, I you do it all. And I, I, and I can't get good pictures of my kids <laughs> to save my life. You know, like I, we don't have, we don't have not one family photo in the house with like all of us together. It's just like, here's a couple Allison. of us over here. Like, it's just, yeah, it doesn't work. Like I can't. My wife all the time, literally <laughs> last week was like, I don't understand how you're a professional photographer and you can't get a good photo of our family. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Can't. It's the, the cobbler's children's shoes. Exactly. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, it is, yeah, it is, it's, it's very much that. But I think, um, if the question was, what do I see, you know, other photographers do? Um, man, it's 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 tough because I if I can only really speak to what's in the lane that I know about. But like when I see wedding stuff, like I I don't I don't ever really. I think I know myself pretty well. I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm not good at. So when I see like your wedding stuff is amazing. When I see it, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, this guy is he's killing it. Oh, he's crushing it. But. I don't think that I could do it. You know what I mean? Like I could probably do a staged version of it in a studio with, okay, here's the story. We've had yeah, time to prep, yeah, yeah. but to, to capture, like capturing moments is, it's a, that's a skill set in and of itself because you get outside the tech and then you worry you know, about this and then you just, you know, so it is, it's, it's this whole other hat to wear. But when you're describing your process of like saying, it doesn't even start for an hour. It's like, oh man, I'm starting to feel really guilty because I go so fast and I, I mean, the idea of me shooting mm. a hair model for three hours is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't have three hours yeah. with anybody, you right. know, yeah. and a lot of it's just expectations or mm. my rate is too, mm-hmm. you know, and you, mm-hmm. or the model's rate's too high or something like that. So I, your work recently has shown that you obviously do know how to connect with people and get really great stuff out of them. It just may take longer and I don't yeah. get that. Like, so I, I become pretty good trying to connect with people very very quickly sure. because on a wedding day I have right. 80 people to connect yeah. with very very quickly pressure cooker yeah you know what I mean yeah, yeah. and so there, there there's probably something to be said that my skill set has developed for my environment and your skill set is really developed for your environment yeah. and all of a sudden now you're in a new environment yeah. 
And so yeah. now you're like, crap, I'm really good at this part and this part, but... I've only done... I, I did a wedding. I heard... No, you did one the other day. I did one I the know. other day, and it was <laughs> it was my first one, and it was, only, it, was for, it was for a friend, and I she was like, oh, can, can you shoot a wedding? I was like, I don't... You know I don't do weddings, but she was a hairstylist and, and, um, and a model sometimes, and was always kind of... Uh, you know, she was always nice about helping us out during shoots. So I was just like, as a favor to you guys, yes. And the only reason why is because I, I was like, I want you to set the expectation low. Shut I was up. like, these Shut might, they, these might suck. And I, and she was like, oh, so there was like eight people at the wedding and it was, and it took like 10 minutes and they did it. And, um, uh, and the guy came in, like the guy that officiated, like came in on this big Harley with yes. this beard and like they signed yes. the papers right on the Harley. And it was just one of those things is like, and, during the day, we were just gonna go bar hop to all the empty bars, all their dives downtown. And that was it, and just shoot an available light. And I had so much fun. Good. I really had a lot of fun. I found out what I was good at, what I was not good at that day. Um, <laughs> but it was comfortable because I knew them. Great. But the thing, I think my favorite thing walking away from it was like, um, like one of my favorite shots, they were, you know, kind of canoodling in one of the bars downtown, like in a, in a booth. It was really dark and it was empty, and it, but there was a little shaft of light coming through and it hit them just so cinematically. And it looked, you know, it looked, and they have a very vintage look and they like motorcycles and things. So they, yeah. they already look, have a certain aesthetic. And this just fit, And but what was happening with them was authentic. They were yeah. actually being in love. And I was like, like, and it was like one of those moments, I was like, holy shit, look at that. And like, but it was a nut, it was like, it was easy to shoot. I was like, well, that's it. That's, you know, because <laughs> yeah, there's, like, there's no planning here. Like, I, yeah. there's nothing on the paper that I need to check off. It was just yeah. like, oh, I just caught this moment. And yeah. it was, it was really cool. Yeah. Um, I don't want to do it, but it was like, <laughs> yeah. it, but having the experience was fun, man. It was good. just, it was a good time. Okay. We're going to move on to part two in a second, but before right. we go, uh, plug your socials, plug any, like, I know you do your editorial workshop mm -hmm. sometime. Tell, tell us about these things. Oh, okay. Um, Instagram, Trav, T-R-A-V dot McAvady, um, M-C-A-V-A-D-D-Y. So uh, that's, I'm just going to leave it at that right now because what <laughs> I do have, here's what I have coming up. So my target is the beginning of the year. Like I said, I've been putting up, um, I haven't posted anything for a while, but uh, feel free to drop by and say hi. But, and my website is up and it just has old stuff on it, but I have a kind of a rebrand coming for the new year. And um, with that, a few new services added, um, I'm going to definitely dabble in the, uh, the cocktail photography world. Okay. I'm gonna kind of branch out and try some of that. Um, and uh, still doing, uh, incorporating fashion and beauty. Um, and, and not just the editorial, but the commercial sense as well. So, um, so yeah. So during the beginning of next year, that will be there'll be all kinds of fun new stuff. Come see it then. Awesome. So, well, we're gonna jump in on part two here in a second, cool. and uh, we're gonna talk about topically about shooting beauty and hair. Okay. Maybe a little bit more on the post side, sure. just because the we've kind of touched a lot of the shooting or some of the shooting side. Yep. So, great guys, thanks for checking it out. Thank you.